Welcome to Shelby Podcast, a production of Shelby Systems Media. And now here's your host, Don Olson. Today is the 70th anniversary of the day that will live in infamy. Joining us is Pearl Harbor survivor Bill Jim Davis. He will be sharing his memories and his personal eyewitness account of December 7th, 1941 and the lessons that that day has taught him. Only thing I remember going up into depression that uh, everybody was poor, that uh, we had our own chickens and had our own eggs, of course, and had a pig that we killed in the winter time. And uh, you didn't think there wasn't anybody rich back in those days in our community. Everybody was poor, so we had a good time. I mean, for the life that I led, or looking back now, it didn't seem like it was a good life, but it was a real good life. It told you, uh, left you a lot of lessons like honesty is the best policy and, and all the good things that uh, you should learn in life. Well, when I graduated from high school, I had no clue about what I wanted to do if I went to college. So I thought if I just joined the Navy for one tour of duty, which was uh, four years at the time, that at the end of that time, I'd know what I wanted to do when I went to college. And that was in 1939, so you see I got caught in the war then. We were tied up to the dock there at Pearl Harbor, and uh, normally on Sunday uh, there was a board to, at the dock that sold a Sunday paper, so I bought a paper and went down below decks to my living quarters, which is four decks down, and uh, well, I was down there for a short while, the general alarm sounded, and I said, well, that's crazy here on Sunday having the general alarms, but so uh, the rest of the guys around me said the same thing, so we just nonchalantly worked up to a walked up to our battle station, but en route there was a tremendous explosion shaking the entire ship, knocking me down, and we started running then. When I went up to the, my, living, uh, my battle station, which is just one deck down below the main deck, Navy guys were running back and forth, so I, I didn't know what was going on, and they didn't either. Uh, but I thought, well, I'd just go up to the top of the main deck and look and see. And when I went up the top side, I could see the smoke rising from the ship that had already been torpedoed. And then I noticed a plane, a Japanese plane, float by. And he tilted his wing just a little bit going by our ship, apparently, to look and see what damage he'd done. And I could see the uh, red balls on the wing, so I knew the Japanese were attacking us. In the evening, everything was quiet, but we just expected the Japanese to return, so we were prepared for that. And since we were tied up at the dock, I couldn't think of myself, but maybe as a prisoner of war for the rest of for a long time, so I was really worried. Well, we, you know, I'm sure we dozed off, but I don't remember very much because we were awake waiting for their return. Well, the only thing that I'd say I learned was to follow orders and do the, the follow commands that you were given. That was what you should do in, in time of emergencies, is uh, do what they told you to do, not try to do what you thought you ought to do, but uh, follow, follow orders. I learned that, uh, uh, that elected officials are guided more by what uh, lobbyists, or at least that's what we were doing up there, the lobbyists uh, came around and uh, promoted the particular uh, company or whatever they were representing. And uh, they had a tremendous influence. But I tried not to let that influence me because I was independent and I could uh, 
depend on what I thought my constituents, which were the, uh, my people out there, not the lobbyists. The Republicans and Democrats got together and uh, they would decide on a particular um, bill that was before the Senate and decide how they were all going to vote together. But I didn't have to do that, so I just voted what I thought I should do on that particular bill. When the war ended, uh, about four or five years after that, we used to have a Pearl Harbor meeting, and they asked me to write my recollections of uh, Pearl Harbor Day uh, so they could put it with the Memphis Library. So I wrote that, and after doing that, I decided that, heck, I'll just go on and write the rest of my experiences during, so I just kept it that way. I didn't anticipate ever publishing it. I had uh, the book signing up there, and gosh, it was a tremendous amount of folks came by, and I ran out of books, really, so I had to order some more. People that I have talked to said they've ordered it over Amazon. Well, I think uh, the most happy ingredient is uh, good health and uh, having a wonderful family around you to uh, give you uh, support and guidance. I have had that. I mean, I've had uh, a wonderful life, and, and that I always think about when I say a wonderful life about Jimmy Stewart in that book and that movie. And, uh, and that's what I've had, and I've been so blessed to have... Um, well, like Helen over here, she's just given me a lot of uh, support, and uh, I've had, well, I've had so many blessings in my life. Mr. Davis, I'd like to say thank you for sharing your incredible story with us today and your words of wisdom. I believe that your words are an example for all of us to follow. Uh, you and your generation literally made the world safe for democracy. And on a personal note, I'd like to say thank you for your service to our country and for your fine Christian example. Thank you so much, Don. You've been listening to Shelby Podcast with your host, Don Alsop. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for another Shelby Podcast.